you've got to start shifting your mindset while you're still employed and while you're like setting up the business to run alongside your employment. Welcome to the Quiet Wealth Podcast, where we talk about money mindset, how not to be broke, simple step-by-step strategies to conquer your finances, and the entrepreneurial spirit that will get you there. Your host, Camilla Jeffs, has been a student of money for over 20 years. She started out broke and has built real wealth for her family through steps you can copy. Camilla is on a mission to help thousands of people just like you build true financial stability. Well, hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Quiet Wealth Podcast. And if you're new here, welcome to you. I'm excited that you have found me and that we get to share this journey together. This podcast is for the people who have hit that now what phase where they are have hit a certain income threshold, they're gotten out of debt, they've basically mastered the basics of personal finance and are now looking around saying, what now? Now what do I do? And I'm here to answer that and to help guide you along that way because I was in your shoes not that long ago. But so before I dive into the the meat of this episode, I wanted to just read something I received as so a review that came from the podcast, and it really meant a lot to me. And Rochelle, shout out to Rochelle. Thank you for your, your sending this in. She said, I started listening to your podcast this past week, and wow, it's really amazing. I've shared it with some of my closest mom friends. It's so relatable, and I love that it's not solely focused on real estate, but, but provides real world scenarios for thinking about finances and growing wealth. Thank you so much, Rochelle. I really appreciate that. And I appreciate all of you who have left a review. And if you have not yet, I would love to hear from you. I love to, I read all of the reviews and try to make this podcast the best that it can be. I'm highly interested in your success as you build wealth, as you gain freedom in your life. And that's what I'm here for. So please take a moment to Give, leave an honest review. I'd appreciate that. Okay, let's dive in now to the five crucial mindset shifts you need to become an entrepreneur. And this is crucial because as we're talking all this month about how to exit your W-2 and become a successful entrepreneur, These are five things that I had to really work on during my transition, and I want to bring them to light for you so you can start thinking about them now. So number one is to train your mind to think outside the box. Employees are trained to think within a box, right? Here's your job. Here's your job description. Here's all the things I want you to do. You sit down with your manager, you go through your review, and they put a list out. Okay, I want you in order to get your next raise, you need to accomplish these five things. They're very specific, and they need you to do it exactly as they have laid out. Basically, you've been trained your whole employee career to just think and do whatever they you have been told to do. So now as you exit that W2 job and you become an entrepreneur, it might feel a little bit jarring to have this suddenly be opened up to possibilities because your brain's not used to thinking like that, okay? So what you're gonna do is you're gonna train yourself to look for problems and opportunities. Really pay attention to what people complain about. What you hear all the time, people complain about things all the time. And I love the phrase if someone says, wouldn't it be nice if, and that's when my ears perk up. 
wouldn't it be nice if? And the other day I was talking to a friend of mine who runs a real estate business and she was like, man, wouldn't it be nice if I could find a virtual assistant who had real, so had real estate knowledge and could you know create social posts for me who really understood real estate? Guess what? My ears perked up and I said, you know what? I bet I could figure out a business to help with that. Now, of course, that's another business that I'm not ready to start right now, but I have all these business ideas come because there's I'm open to possibilities. Also pay attention to like needs that are not met in your own life. What are things that you would like to have, you know, and how existing products can be improved. Those are all key things to starting to really open up your mind to possibilities because in essence, entrepreneurs are just problem solvers. We see a problem, we go out and we solve that problem and we charge money for it. Simple as that. Another thing you'd want to do when you're training your mind is to train it to be a rule breaker. And there's a really great book out there that's called First Break All the Rules. I'll link to it in the show notes. And that's what you have to do before you can truly become an entrepreneur. And I laugh and it's so funny because I've taken, Gretchen Rubin has a book called The Four Tendencies and it talks about the different, there's like four personality types, whatever. I love all these personality stuff things, by the way. I'll, I'll, I'll take them all and read them all because I'm fascinated to understand myself better. And it's funny because I am the upholder. And the upholder is, you know, the tagline is discipline is my freedom because I like discipline. So I'm really good at meeting outer expectations, so expectations from others. And I'm really good at meeting my own inner expectations. But it also means I'm a rule follower. And one of the parts of the book that just made me laugh out loud was when I read when she said that upholders are the ones that when they walk into a place and there's a sign posted with the rules, they read all the rules. I literally read this the day after I had gone into a new gym and I you know, walked into this new gym and I literally stopped and I read every single rule on that was posted on the board. And most people just walk right past it, right? And I was with my daughter at the time and I stopped and read the rules and she just rolls her eyes like, come on, mom. And so then the next day I'm reading the four tendencies and it talks about the upholder who has to stop and read all the rules. And oh, I, I, me and my daughter had a great laugh about that. But you have to be a rule breaker. And this is one that's been hard for me, right? Because I like to follow the rules. I like rules. I like, I like, that that gives me comfort, makes me feel safe to have rules. But now as an entrepreneur, you are going to create the rules. You get to experiment. You get to open up this whole new world of freedom that you did not have before. So now you're going to focus on results not time. So you're no longer being trading your time for money. You're going to be focusing on what results you can get regardless of how long it can take you. And here's a little hint, a little secret. If you can solve a problem really quickly, you should charge more for that than less. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. If you can solve a problem very quickly for someone, the cost of that should be more rather than less. Okay, mindset shift number two is you need to develop simultaneously a short-term vision and long-term vision. With the long-term vision, you need to have a general idea of where you're headed, okay? But you want to be laser-focused 
on the short term. And that's why in my course, W2 Entrepreneur, we, we'd spend a lot of time in there crafting our 90-day plan. And what is the next 90 days going to look like as soon as you exit your W-2? What are those next 90 days? And how are you going to execute and complete a whole year's worth of work in 90 days? In your long-term version, you need to have a vision for a way for the company to work without you. And this probably sounds weird, but when you're building a business, when I'm building my businesses, for example, I'm not building them with the intent for me to work in them for my entire life. I'm sure I will be doing something work-wise or something interesting to keep my to keep my brain sharp and my, you know, physical body going for all of my life as I'm not really interested in the regular retirement where, you know, this just sounds boring to me. I don't want to do it. I want to be creating impact my entire life. But the businesses that I'm building, the whole idea is passive income. I mean, Steady Stream Investments was built on the idea that we need to stack multiple streams of income. And those most of those income streams need to be passive. So your business can become a passive income source for you. Another really great book that I like is called The Lifestyle Business Entrepreneur. And that one's all about going out and purchasing businesses as an investor owner, not an owner operator. So you're not actually going to operate these businesses. You're investing in the businesses and you're hiring an operator to operate them for you. So it says, in essence, you're kind of doing it for a way for the company to really work without you. All right. Number three is to become a jack of all trades. This is a badge you should wear on your chest and it's one that I love to talk about. I am not interested in being really good at just one thing. I am multifaceted, multidimensional. I like a lot of things. But when you're a jack of all trades and as an entrepreneur, you can no longer say, that's not my job, okay? Because every job is your job. You are responsible for all the decisions, be they good or bad. You have to recognize what you don't know and recognize you can't be an expert at everything. I mean, think about it. Systems, recruiting, HR, leadership, strategy, marketing, all of those things. You cannot be the expert at them. So you cannot expect to do all of them. You need to get support. And this is important. And when my, one of my next podcast episodes, I'm going to talk about your team and how to build your team and who you need to hire first and second and third and how to really build that out. But it's crucial that you develop a jack of all trades mindset and a master of none, right? And it's okay to be a master of none because it's often better than being a master of one, which is the full term. All right, number four is that learning is a continuous journey. This is one of my favorites because I love to learn. I often, every time I went to college classes, I would sit there and be like, man, wouldn't it be awesome if I could just audit the class or I could just sit in and just soak up the knowledge and not have to do all of the homework to prove that I learned something because maybe I only wanted to learn 10% of what they were teaching. I didn't want to learn 100% or I didn't need 100% of what that class was teaching. So I am definitely going to do that. That's on my future plan to audit classes at colleges and just hang out and just keep learning. Now, as you learn, though, you have to let go 
of the fear of failure. Because I hate to break it to you, but you are guaranteed to fail at some point in your journey. I have failed so many times. And I, in fact, I'm speaking at a conference soon. And one of the questions they want me to answer is, tell us about a failure of yours. And I'm like, hmm, how do I pick just one? (laughs) Because I've failed a lot. And I really let go of that fear. I'm not afraid to fail anymore. I'm more afraid of not starting, of not creating something, of not making something of myself. Also, be prepared to invest in yourself. Don't always use the free guide that you find on the internet. I always am investing in myself and and, and that's multiple tens of thousands of dollars a year. I'm investing in myself and that's investing in conferences, investing in coaching programs, investing in one-on-one coaching, investing in courses, digital courses. I buy digital courses all the time because I want to learn and the information that I need to learn is out there, right there on the internet, but it's not for free. Be willing to pay for good information from great people. All right, number five, feeling uncomfortable is your new comfort zone. Now, I did a podcast episode on finding comfort outside your comfort zone. It's it's the new way, right? It's the new way. As as an employee, you can be very comfortable because you're doing the one thing, the thing that you know, and you're sometimes it's repetitive and you're doing it over and over and over. As an entrepreneur, every day is new. Every day is different. And not everything needs to be perfect, right? I want you to think about this phrase, good enough is good enough. This is a phrase my grandma told, talked to me about, and it's kind of one of her mantras. And someday I'm going to write a book about this, but good enough is good enough. Put it out there, be okay with imperfection and let it, let it be. It's okay. We do not have to be perfect. So if you are in a W2 currently, and you're still considering this transition, and you're trying to figure out the transition, I want you to start now changing your mind. Because most people really underestimate the time it takes to make the transition to entrepreneur. So you've got to start shifting your mindset while you're still employed and while you're like setting up the business to run alongside your employment. Because then you suddenly have the opportunity to develop your skills, you build experience while still you still have that safety net of a salary. And it's something that you'll have to give up at one point if you want to grow your business. But you can definitely start now with these mindset shifts. And especially as you start a side gig, and you are working on that in the background, make sure you are using all of these mindset shifts to become a successful entrepreneur. So thanks for joining me. Remember, I have a course coming out W tour to entrepreneur, it is going to be so helpful for all of you meticulous planners who are trying to transition from your W-2 job to become an entrepreneur, to build that business, to really get that pillar of wealth that you need to have in order to grow true wealth. You can grab that and post a link in the show notes. And I hope to see you inside that group so that we can chat about how it's going for you and and you can get all the support that you need. There will be a Facebook group associated with that so we can support each other through this transition. Something that I wish I had during my transition and that's why I'm providing it for you. Thanks so much for joining. Please share this episode with a friend. It is group investing after all. We need to share the wealth in order to grow our own wealth. Bye for now. 
Thanks so much for joining us on the Quiet Wealth Podcast. If you want more, head on over to camillajeffs.com slash podcast to get the show notes and dive into other juicy episodes. While you're there, be sure to grab the free guide to building wealth. And if you know a friend who is struggling with money, please send this episode to them. Let's share the wealth in as many ways as we can. Until next time, wishing you much success.